0: Hello everyone, I just want to remind you that the information, the procedures, suggestions and forecasts contained in all Penny Cali podcasts or videos are not meant to take the place of a diagnosis, physician, financial advisor or professional advice. They're for educational purposes only. All use of the information presented is at your own discretion. Neither Penny Kelly, Kelly Networks, LLC, or any of her associates will be held liable for any injury, damage, or loss, financial or otherwise, as a result of the information contained in all Penny Kelly podcasts and videos. Welcome to Tea and Consciousness. Um, it is December 13th. It's Monday. And um, this—it's two in the afternoon, and I hope that this is working for those of you who are across the oceans, <laughs> somewhere else, and not up in the middle of the night. Because sometimes we set things, and I get people—you know—from Singapore that's two in the morning or three in the morning. I'm like, oh, sorry. <laughs> so, um, so let's just start out here. My. Um, we've limited a little bit of the the number of people who can join so that we can have a little bit less pressure um, from, you know, people trying to get their questions in. So um, I'm really much more relaxed today. I think now that I, I was working on this massive document, I got it done. They sent another one. I got that done. They sent a third one. I'm like, ah, and it had to be in because it's a Something that I had to have in for Uncle Sam, the government. It's like, oh my gosh, I'm not even sure the government's going to last. Why do I have to do all this? But, you know, it's, that's the way it is right now. So we're going to start right in. And um, and I just go whoever's in my left hand upper corner. And right now that's Braca. So then after Braca is Nicole. And after Nicole is Venera, Venera, Alina, Venera.
1: Yes.
0: <laughs> okay. So go ahead, Braca. Hello, hello. Hi, Penny. Hi. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good.
2: Good. Yeah. Um, I didn't expect to be first, but that's fine. Um,
0: <laughs> Sorry. <yeah. laughs> um, you want us to come back to you so you have a no, minute? No, no, Thank
2: no. No, I'm, I'm going. Okay. I'm to double one. I've got to go. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> um, I'm very committed to getting really well. I did your course and I've been on this journey for a long time. I feel as though I've got a lot more I want to do and uh, contribute. Um and very good. You're just, very good. You know, it's like 120 feels like nothing. Yeah, it's right. It's, exactly. You know, so yeah, <laughs> so I've been on the journey a while. Um Sleep is great. Exercise is great. Yeah, I've, I feel as though a lot of things are good. Struggling, struggling with digestion has been going on almost a lifetime. And I'm wondering if you could take a look, please, uh, Penny, because um, some of your detoxes are quite hard for me. I'm quite thin, so I lose weight even more. I'm no. I'm so I'm, I'm just not sure quite where to start and how
0: to correct
3: the things okay. that are still going.
0: Um, I have the problem of too thin, and that's been a problem for a lot of my life um, because I just don't feel the need to eat. But what I have done, what I ended up doing, was trying to figure out well, what are the factors that make somebody impossible to gain weight. And typically there's two or three factors involved in that. Some of that is the thyroid. You know, we all know about the thyroid and how that works or doesn't work. A lot of it is the microbiome. Mm -hmm. But the biggest thing is usually the absence of enzymes in the food. Um, When you have, well, I'll speak for myself. When I had digestive problems, back through my 20s, and into the 30s, even into the 40s. The the things that were really good for me upset the system. And so I kind of avoided those. And when I I began to realize I had read this wonderful thing about strawberries, and somebody um, was writing about could never eat strawberries that broke out in hives and they itched and all kinds of problems and it turned out that strawberries happened to be an especially powerful form of detox for that particular body and so she wasn't allergic to the strawberries the strawberries detoxed her so completely and so quickly that it tried to come out through the skin and, and and it couldn't get out fast enough, so she broke out with these hives and itchy spots. And that was a revelation, and I think that's something that we as a population really need to take into account. Everybody's individual. There's a lot of things that apply to everybody, but each one of us has a special set of circumstances. So I would start by saying for you, If you could add enzymes, pancreas enzymes, a lot of them, that might help. That's what I would do. Now, you can choose to do something else, but enzymes do several things. They cut inflammation in the body. They increase absorption of food and therefore nutrients, and therefore your nutritional status gets better, and therefore you can maintain your weight just right. So I would start there and then the rest of it would be the focus on um, what sort of bacteria do you have in your gut that I would probably if it was me do a colon sweep to clean out the whole thing and then start fresh with, um, you know, all new probiotics and I would go with the um, the um, Bravo yogurt because it puts in so many of the missing things that cause all those digestive problems um, or that eliminate all those digestive problems. So many of us are missing the things that we need to digest, uh, I'm going to use the word, completely and elegantly, which means that there's it's a smooth process. We just begin to heal. We just begin to feel better. So if you have only done, did, did you do one colon sweep? I haven't
2: gotten the colon suite yet. No, no. I'm waiting for the parasite thing to come
0: first. Oh, okay. Okay. That's a very good idea. And that's another um, factor in the whole uh, digestive issue. Parasites get into the gut. Um, And, you know, parasites, once they start multiplying, I had a bad case of parasites back in uh, when I was in college and I went to Florida on spring break. Oh, my goodness. Um, it got to the point, I, I didn't know about parasites back then, but it got to the point that the inside of my ears were itching and the back of my throat and I you know got a butter knife and I'm in there trying to scratch the back of my throat because it was driving me nuts. And there would be these uh, rashes that would appear and pop up and itch like mad. Um, and all over the body started a little bit and then became unreasonable. Um, once they proliferate, they will kill you um, and your your system will try to get rid of them but uh, depending on the type of parasite it is, um, you'll have different kinds of problems. So uh, that's start with that parasite thing and then go to... I would go to the the liver flush or the uh, colon sweep in order to clean out all the old bacteria and replace it with new. Um, The other thing I would say is pay close attention to the jaw and the teeth. Um, It's really becoming clear that when you have bacteria in your teeth and it's a subtle infection and you swallow that infection constantly, where does it go? Goes right into the stomach it goes right into the digestive tract, causes all kinds of havoc. So your glands get swollen. Um, It's a problem. It's a big problem. And so those are the starting points. And then it'll probably take one to two years to settle that digestion. And you may end up getting to a point where you're where, where you can eat comfortably without the digestive after effects or the belly aches or the gas or the diarrhea or the constipation or that, you know, it's usually a missed, uh, mix of things that just makes a mess of your life. Um, but all that quiets down little at a time. So don't expect a miracle overnight because the gut is really under assault all the time from all the stuff we put in it. Um, Also pay attention to heavy metals that you know that um, there's a whole lecture I could give on on heavy metals and um, what happens in the gut when you have heavy metals what what do staph and strep germs do staph and strep is supposed to live in your gut but only a little bit just enough to break down the food that you eat the carbon based materials. Just like it does in a compost pot. You get too much staph and strep, you have ungodly um breath and ungodly smelly poop and awful gas. And you also get this um acid reflux often is part of it, it, it lodges in the, you know, in the stomach in a small way and it gets it, bacteria gets in that um esophagus. So those are all the factors, and it's never just one nice, neat package. So does that sound like it's doable? Yep,
2: I shall do it. The probiotics I can only get in capsule. I can't get the yogurt that's, here.
0: Okay, that's okay. You, you might be able to get the capsules from them. They sell capsules as well as yogurt, um, right. as well as um, they have a, a kind of probiotic that if you can't eat dairy, um, you can mix it in a fruit juice and drink it. So and the, all those are options, okay? I don't know if you can get them where you're at, but they're um, very powerful, very powerful, and you want that.
2: <laughs> yes, thank you. Okay, thank
0: you. all right. Good luck. Stay with it, okay? Thank you, thank you very much. Okay. Um, okay, Nicole, you are next, and then Erin, and then... Lisa, Lisa, is that Lisa or Ilsa? I can't tell. <laughs> okay, Nicole, go ahead. I put Hi, Penny. I put Nicole's name in the chat
4: box for you, Penny, her full name, so you can see it. It wasn't right on the paper. Oh, it's not? Well, that's right. She just added something to it, and she might want to ask you her name.
0: Gotcha. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, so that's my maiden name, but I go by my middle name.
0: Oh, I just saw your email. I just saw your email the other day. Um, about about well I better not say <laughs> about where I went to school, one of the places I went to school. So okay. Oh you got you muted yourself again. Unmute.
1: Oh, sorry. There you go. Um, so gosh, yeah. I I could not figure out one question to ask you, but it kept I kept thinking like know thyself I'm, I'm on this journey kind of to figure out yeah. like who I am and and I've loved the consciousness stuff I think that's my thing I think my life I've struggled with like figuring that out and this is like so interesting to me so um yeah. part of my email talks about like when I was younger having I've always had very vivid dreams and I remember them and I'm able to like yeah. I don't know explore in them but I've yeah. had a lot of scary experiences so I think that it stopped me from, yeah from like um going further I have done it a couple times since like tried to explore but I just I'm kind of nervous so if there's anything I guess in general I would give you my birthday and if you can give me any insight on like because I don't really know what to ask other than I'm trying to figure all of that stuff out like within me and explore but I and I don't want to be scared to do that because of my past experiences but my birthday's 11-11-1980 11, 11 1980 and I've heard 11-11 I have heard 1111 i do not really know what it means but yeah. anyway
0: <laughs> okay so that 11, 11 wow so there's no way that you can avoid going further with the um you know with the whole development of yourself um the exploration of consciousness not with that because 11 is about personal management control and and over your own world control over your own life. And that includes um, all of that exploration that goes on with consciousness. And you've got that twice. Um, That's also when you have an 1111, it's kind of a red flag that you have a lot of extraterrestrial connections. Um, And when we are young, and we haven't been nurtured along those lines or given permission or made that normal, then we're very nervous about those connections. Um, uh, the 11 is really a symbol of the two um, cultures coming together, an extraterrestrial and then Earth. So, um, so 1980, of course, that's a, a nine, um, 10, eight, 18. And yeah, that's a nine. So that nine um, is really all about service. And, and so just based on I'm not going to say too much more about your numbers. But I wanted to encourage you to go exploring the thing that you have missing the thing that we all have missing when we start out is this sense of presence, and the sense of the inner authority that says, Yeah, I can manage this. I can go slow. I can look around, I can assess whether that's too much for me right now. And when it is, you have to say, stop, wait right there, I'm adjusting. And then then you can say, okay, you know, if you, for instance, if you meet someone, or you encounter a situation that's um, frightening, or you know upsetting if you can get a hold of yourself you can get a hold of the situation and that's where the practice begins so start with that how do i manage myself in that situation not the situation just the self and that leads to being able to manage all the situations so um, the dreams the fact that you have all those dreams and you have had some experiences that are pretty unique um, those are little treasures you should write those up and try to you know well i think i was about seven or eight or ten or twelve and keep a record of your own unfolding and that way you can see your progress Otherwise, it's too hard to keep track. It's um, you never really get a hold of it. So those would be my suggestions. Don't quit. Okay. Okay. Don't- well, <laughs> one,
1: one kind of follow up. So when I've had those, say, I, in and again, maybe it's because my, my bias of, but it seemed very scary when things would come or appear, you know, like right. nat- that was very scary. And I don't like, is there, could there be harm done? Or I mean, yeah, a Not lot of it was when I was little, I've had a lot or a couple when I've been older, but it feels very scary.
0: Yeah, that's because we don't have enough uh, presence to be able to stop whatever is happening or to slow it down. It overwhelms. And stuff looks different. We're all used to other humans. I mean, we think we are, (laughs) we're not really, but, um, we are, we see somebody, we see other kinds of faces, we see other forms of life. And, um, and it, it just, it's almost too much. Um, I've talked about before how the way that we get to know one another is even if you just hear a name, And the person isn't even in the room. You will immediately go out to that name, become that individual for a split second and come back, bringing knowledge of that individual back with you. So when you're in a situation where you're running into scary looking or scary acting things and you don't have control of your own power, then that will overwhelm you, especially instead of going out to meet them. and and figuring out what are they about? What are they doing? You run. We wake up in a big panic. Um, We shouldn't do that. You should just stop. Stop right there. Get sassy um, and get into your own power. And that's a, a very, very good way. Almost all of the beings out there are good there's a few bad ones here and there there's a few tricksters there's some that like to play but they're only playing and you can say that's too far that's enough you know um but in the long and the short of it uh you want to keep going so you can keep learning so you can keep expanding okay okay thanks penny yeah yeah don't quit (laughs) (laughs) okay uh you are next what happened to Venera um, okay okay yeah. yeah great thank you okay. um, my list doesn't match my picture okay um, hold on Aaron no problem. Um, you guys have all moved around on my screen so Venera you are actually in the corner here so yes go ahead hi. one second hi
5: Penny. I'm uh, glad to meet you yeah. My question is about a health problem I have. If I sleep for more than 6 hours, I wake up with a back pain where my ribs are. It disappears after 20 minutes after I start moving. It started about 2 years ago, not long after we moved into a new house. I uh, changing changed a few mattresses went went to massage went to the gym and did exercises but i still can't get rid of this pain i even sleep in other house and nothing changed. what can i do to heal and sometimes i have pain in my right ear what could it be
0: thank you okay um you know that whole clue. You gave a huge clue. Six hours of sleep. Um, so when you sleep, do you move around or do you just stay in one position for six um, hours? One position, uh, two position, because I uh, have yeah. a pain here. And <laughs> okay, um, okay, just a quick scan of you. Um, what it looks like is that you're not drinking enough water to keep the uh, little pads that that keeps the spinal bones separate. Those need water to puff up. Um, and when they dry out, they collapse. And then um, what happens is you end up with a pain wherever mm-hmm. that collapse has occurred. So that's one thing. But there's a couple other things um, that I see. It's not the mattress. Um, You have just a touch of arthritis beginning to take shape in the spine as well, which you don't want. Um, That is just a major nuisance. And it progresses slowly, but it goes away after you start moving around. So uh, there's a couple things that you're probably going to have to look at. One is, am I getting arthritis? Two, how do I deal with that? Um, and that really requires a couple of different things, I would say, just to end the pain. Um, although it goes away, um, you know, but at, if it were me at night before I went to sleep, I would take at least one capsule of, of sulfur, methyl sulfonomethane, which is uh, the long term for MSM, Mother Sam, Mother. <laughs> um, An MSM is a nutritional sulfur that provides electrical um provides electrical service through all of the nerves, um, mm-hmm. including the ones that get compressed when you when the spinal um, Those little uh, pads in the spine collapse. So, that would be one thing. Um, Another thing is uh, a little more salt, a little more oil. You have to have water, salt, and oil. Basics. Those are basic, basics. Um, And the oil should be partly saturated fat, partly polyunsaturated fat. Actually, you don't have to add any of that because the body makes polyunsaturated fats from the other two and the third one is uh super unsaturated fat and that's going to be flaxseed oil or hemp seed oil um and that those oils literally um they they make the brain run better i would probably in the place of polyunsaturated oil add um like coconut oil yeah yeah that those three fats and oils, we need those on an almost daily basis. Um, the brain is 60, 70% fat. It, without those water, salt, and oil, the salt allows you to, to hold some of the water in the tissues. The oil is necessary, to it's super unsaturated, is absolutely critical um, for all sorts of things, um, including pain just especially for arthritis type pain and if you catch it early um it corrects so um the other thing that i see is a little bit of uh, swelling in the liver i i don't know why that liver would be swollen you're pretty young so when the liver swells or maybe it's just out of place um i'm not sure but it's not in the right position then it, it presses on other things. And then they press on the nerves that come out of the spine. So your liver is a little bit swollen. Um, and then I think the other thing I would ask is, do you do exercise? Um, yes, yes. Okay, that's very good. Keep doing that because that will slow down the whole degeneration process. Exercise is critical. Um, So I've, you know, those are the things I see. The other thing I would suggest is for um, any kind of pain or inflammation, pancreas enzymes, and I'm not talking digestive enzymes. We're not talking lipase, protease, amylase, ox bile, beetroot, pepain, pineapple, uh, all that stuff. Those are digestive. We're talking pancreas. Mm-hmm. pancreas enzymes are really critical for reducing inflammation so and people wear their pancreas out early um when you eat you know we all eat a lot of junk until we grow up and say "Ooh, i think i shouldn't have done that <laughs> i think i should have done this or eaten better or whatever so um pancreas enzymes help tremendously um you might want to try a liver flush um the um i mean that whole liver gallbladder complex is kind of swollen so um see what's going on with that okay
5: okay and uh yeah. for the pain in my uh, right he- uh, ear
0: yeah That's- that i uh, when i was checking that it looks like most of it is uh, you're, you're gritting your teeth at night Um, yes (laughs) you're clamping um, and that radiates pain back into all those nerves and so I don't have an easy solution for that Um, life is difficult and we often you know have this kind of reaction because we're trying to be kind we're trying to you know get along with people Um, but it is stressful so the only antidote I know is time away for yourself. Might be a half an hour every day. Might be an hour or two hours every third day or something like that. But you have to have time to completely unwind. And, um, and I would just make a comment. Um, you're in a different country from where you started, I believe.
6: Yes. Yes, you yes. don't
0: have a whole lot of people, family that are right there to help that is a huge stress huge mm-hmm. um and the, yeah there's reasons why we travel all over the world um, and sometimes we need to get away from family but um, when you're trying to raise a family um, all by yourself with no other family around to give their input to provide a break to you know add some comic relief even That's very difficult. And that came up almost immediately. It's like, ooh, um, just off, you know, you might as well be on an island in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, um, trying to make something happen all by yourself. So a little support, a little time away, that would make a huge difference. Okay? Okay. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. Wow. Okay. Yeah, good luck with all of that. Thank you. Um, okay, let's see. Erin, uh, you are next. And then Rosemary and then Lisa. Lisa, I hope I said your name right, Lisa. L L I S A. Okay.
7: Go ahead, Erin. Well, thank you so much, Penny. Um, uh-huh. So I have an interest in dreaming and I used to have this reoccurring flying dream where I was always running away from somebody and flapping my arms to get up (laughs) and concerned (laughs) about the wires. And I was, it's always a nightmare where I don't know who's behind me. I don't know why they're chasing me, but I realized partway through the nightmare that I can get away. And so I feel like I've progressed a little bit lately because I realized, um, that I could zoom, you know, I could put my focus on something in the far off and I could zoom with my intention or my consciousness to that point. And then I had this really interesting dream that doesn't really have anything to do with flying, but I just wanted your interpretation. But so um, I was working with a group of people and there was a couple of bosses with the group who were lagging behind the group. And we were being led through a huge mansion and came to the people that we were there to meet, perhaps the client I walked up to the propriety first, proprietor first, instead of letting my bosses get to the front. As I said hello and then gestured to the bosses coming to say, here's who you want to talk to, one of the bosses roughly grabbed my wrist and took me to the back of the pack as if to say, stop talking, which I hadn't even said much besides hello and they're coming. I then said in a low voice, I quit, I quit, like stop grabbing my wrist, I'm totally done here, like I'm done. And I slung my purse over my shoulder and I walked off. I tried to get out of the mansion, but I could not understand the directions to the main door that the man had given me. I was then inside a yard, a courtyard area where I was to do some yard work for some reason. I don't know why. Um, There were some maids or somebody inside that were watching me as they were cleaning and they were watching over me. I wandered down a bit and I was looking around what looked like some stone ruins to check it out and assess the landscape. And all of a sudden, a huge raven landed on the edge of the stone circle. He then stomped down hard on the ground beside me and grabbed what looked like a fake plastic black eyelash. He was intimidating as he stared at me, and he had a really neat pattern on his feathers that looked almost like small crosses pressed into the feathers, almost like a nice leather purse. Um, I wasn't scared, but I was nervous, and I knew that the raven had a lot of power. He then flew off after pecking and maybe or maybe not grabbing the eyelash. I don't remember. The way he looked at me was so powerful and memorable. And I just wonder if you have any comments on that. Yeah. um,
0: Okay. Let me just make a quick comment about the flying dreams um, and the arms flapping, you know, and stuff like that. Um, The thing that always chases us is the need to evolve the need to face reality and of course you know when when we're young and and we think we're knowing what what's happening and what the score is we don't want to see the truth we don't want to see reality so typically that's what's chasing us and the need is to turn around and look at it square and and not be afraid anymore and your dream kind of backs that up so you have a group of people and and there there's some bosses kind of toward the back and you're going to meet somebody it sounds like um and you said a proprietor so the um proprietor is somebody who's in charge of a business so to speak and you are in charge of the business of living and there are bosses or and what those bosses symbolize are the rules all the do's and don'ts, the expectations that you think society holds for you. Um, And you go up and you talk to one of the proprietors um, and say, this is the guy you want to talk to. So you have identified the individual within yourself that is the one in charge, the power person. And what happens? One of the bosses comes up, grabs your wrist, takes you to the back of the line and says, shut up. Mm-hmm. You know, don't stop talking. So you are at that point, you have to make a decision. And you did. You said, I quit. And you put your purse over your shoulder. And mm-hmm. what that symbolizes that you are shouldering responsibility for your own power. Um, the purse is the symbol of power in a, in a, a, a civilization like ours, because you have to buy everything. So you need a purse, but the purse is in ancient times the symbol of what you carry your power in. So both things, and and so what that says that putting that purse on your shoulder and saying I quit and walking away um, is you saying I'm not playing the game anymore. I will figure out how to support myself. I will figure out how to run my life, and then. Um, you, you you go out you, you're looking for the way out of this mansion um, and the mansion is the huge structure of illusion that we all live in until we face reality and and you said then you're in a courtyard and there's some maids maids I, like watching over you or keeping an eye on you what that says is you are courting a whole new, environment you're in a new yard a new space and it's and the maids m-a-d-e is indicate that you are the one making it you have made that uh that life what it is so far and they're kind and some parts of yourself are watching over you to make sure that you make it because hmm. uh, that's what maids do Hmm. You know, the old saying, you make your bed, you lay in it. Yep, that's uh, that's what maids do. They make the bed and they also symbolize the power to make your reality. So then you're you're looking for some sort of a gate or a door by the sounds of it. Um, And you see all these stones um, and the stones symbolize um, the human. They they symbolize the human body. Um, so you're going to be noticing a lot of other people doing whatever they're doing and, and just observing that. And then a raven comes down and what does he have? He's, there's an eyelash. He's either carrying an eyelash or he picks up an eyelash or something. <laughs> yeah, it's like in the dirt in the little area that I'm in. Right, right. So what is an eyelash a symbol symbolized? What does it stand for? It stands for the fear of seeing when you have that capacity to see um that you know you have to be willing to see what hurts people often say well i'm you know i'm i'm in a spiritual place and my life is absolutely fabulous and i'm like okay you're missing the other half of it which is not so fabulous because it's all a mixture and the more evolved you become the more you feel and know the ugly side as well You know it. You don't have to interact with it. You don't have to live that way, but you know it. And it's a weight on you. So the lashing of your eyesight means you have it tied down. You've got it lashed down so that you won't see anything that hurts, frightens, or upsets you. And the raven, of course, symbolizes death, um, hands down. And he's got a pattern on his feathers of all these little crosses, all those little crosses indicate that you are at the crossroads of your life. And you're either going to choose life or you're going to choose death. So, um, you know, and, and then he flies away. You've got the message already. You don't even know if he takes the eyelash with him. So that what that indicates is that you're at a point in your life where everything is changing. Um everything is new everything is on you and you if you haven't already been aware of okay I'm going to do this my way that's coming and it's close so thank you yeah Amazing. yeah very good dream very powerful big messages in that it stuck with so, me <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> right okay so very good uh, so let's go on here, Rosemary, you're next. And then Lisa, and then Oh, my gosh, Agnieszka. Agnieszka. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, Rosemary, go ahead.
3: Hi, um, I have a question about uh, supplements and what I need to do. A uh, little background is I'm on day 15 of the parasite cleanse. Okay. I take only thyroid medication and supplements. I'm a dowser and I douse for my supplements for the last 25 years. Okay. Uh, I also have, um, I'm, have a lot of spinal fusions from C3 to C7 and T8 all the way down. So what has happened is I'm getting the um, EMFs, the magnetic frequencies through the computer mouse. Um, And um, so I'm starting to do all of these cleanses. But since um, there's, I got your book and I'm realizing that. All the supplements I have, I need more, or I need additional ones. Um, So I'm working on healing for right now.
0: Okay. All right. So what is your question? Hang on a second. Your question is about what other supplements do you need?
3: Right. And if there's anything that I can do about the frequencies coming in through my hand from the mouse?
0: Um, if you're electronically sensitive, the answer is pretty much no. <laughs> I mean, you could wear rubber gloves. Yeah. That might you know, but that's kind of a nuisance. Um, you could yeah. wear surgical gloves. Those are a little more um yeah amenable to being worn a lot but um the only thing you can do is talk to your body um there have been times when i've had to uh, you know say to some piece of my body look i need you to do this or i need you to do that i um i had a tooth implant put in and it ached and ached and for five years it just hurt all the time and one day I got upset with it and said, look, I need you to act like a tooth. I need you to stop hurting. Can't you make the shift? You know, you can't change this whole system to be a piece of titanium. You have to be a biological thing. Pretend you quit hurting. And so that talking to the body and asking it to either change the way frequencies come in or what they pick up that will help um in terms of supplements the supplements i just across the board i tell people um, never mind taking onesie twosies in terms of supplements a little of this and oh i think i need some of that and i think i need this you need all of it all the time and that's the basics So the basics are your six major minerals, and those are calcium, magnesium, potassium, sodium, iron, and zinc, at least those six majors. The body won't run without those. And then you need all of the um, A, B, B1, B2, B3, B5, B6, B12. Um, You need C. Uh, all the water-based you need d which is a d e and k those are all the oil-based supplements and they won't work if you take them without fats so you have to have plenty of fats so that's your basic um, supplement plan as far as most people are concerned but be aware that you can't use those minerals and, and supplements very well, that set of supplements without amino acids. So you need like a basic amino acid um, formula, which at least, at least has, I'm going to say, 18, 19, 20 different aminos in it. There's 29 that we need, um, nine of them being essential. The other 20, sometimes the body can make but we don't we don't have any nutrition left in the food and there's uh even if we started next spring with restoring all of the land remineralizing and bringing soil back to life it would still take 3 to 5 years so in the meantime we go down we don't get what we need and the body doesn't get the amino's that it needs um, and so you know, everything suffers. We put in all these vitamins and minerals, and they go out the back door because we can't use them as well without the aminos, amino acids. So, find a good formula that, um, you know, of amino acids allergy research group, also known as ARG, they make a very good amino blend. Um, Progressive Labs sells a very good amino blend. Um, Country Life sells a pretty good amino blend formula. It's got 20 or 23 uh, different aminos in it. Um, and there might be others, but those are the ones that I know of that are good quality. So, um, and, and so what I would say is you need all of the nutrients all of the time. Just cover the basics and once you do that just continue taking the basics for a year or two what happens is you begin to discover that a lot of the little things that you were taking to solve this problem and that problem the problem goes away or it goes away to the degree that now you can either reduce or even eliminate that special thing that you were taking or if the problem isn't fully gone away, it's greatly reduced, and now the thing that you are taking to fix it actually works because all the base is covered. You you need the basics all the time. Does that so make I, sense?
3: Yes, it does. But um, so, do I get like a B complex and a multivitamin complex? How do I do that without buying okay. each separate one?
0: Right. So you look for a very good first in the priority, the stages of priority is amino acid. So you find a capsule that has a really good set of aminos in it and you just take that. Okay. so that's your amino acid that gives you everything. The second thing is you get a multiple vitamin or multiple mineral um, and you take that. It's got all the majors, all the major minerals that you have to have in that one multiple mineral. And then you get a multiple vitamin, which might have a few minerals in it, but not enough. And you take that multiple vitamin and there's your three supplements right there. Okay? Then if you need to take something else, you know, if you have really bad arthritis, um, you know, or one of those things, anemia, asthma, you know, you might want to take other things, but uh, we can heal ourselves tremendously, tremendously, even without having all the fancy electronic equipment that is coming. <laughs> you know, so the the thing we have to heal is our world. Uh, we're going down because we're destroying our world. So it's the food and it's the water that has to be healed. All that crap that we put in water or put on soil that has to stop or we're gonna <laughs> we're killing ourselves so that's um just do those three things and um you know you might want to take uh some iodine if your thyroid if you know your thyroid is really slow um you might want some iodine um msm for sulfur
3: uh, I think- can't take sulfur and I take, okay. a, I take a, a thyroid
0: supplement. I have. Okay. Okay. All right. So I don't know what your thyroid uh, prescription is or what that amounts to.
3: MP thyroid
0: 120. Um, okay. All right. Well, typically, if you have iodine, you don't need that other stuff but that's you have to experiment a little so um start with just adding if it were me i would just start with the aminos the minerals and the vitamins and do that for a year or two and see okay now why? where am i at now okay in other words you're supporting the whole system okay
3: yeah thank you
0: all right you're welcome um okay hang on one second okay next we have lisa go ahead lisa is it lisa or ilsa i think it's lisa hi hi penny it's lisa yeah okay i remember that from before thinking is that an i or an l so okay Well, i
8: I fixed it i've made it a capital l first because before it was two small l's and it looked like that
0: yeah okay all right so go ahead Okay, so about a month ago or so,
8: I was listening to this show on Crow 777. And the title of the show is called Brown's Gas. And he had this guy on, George Wiseman, who makes this uh, aqua cure machine, which puts uh, the best I can get out of it is like extra hydrogen in the water. oh, And you drink it. Yep. And then you also breathe the gas through like, you know, like a little tube. Yeah, It's supposed to um, have really strong health benefits. And I was wondering if you had heard about this or you know anything about this. Is it Brown's
0: gas? I, I had never heard of it. Okay. Um, hydrogen. I don't know about the name Brown's gas. It's probably relevant to somebody but hydrogen is one of those things that if you can get it into water and drink it before it evaporates out of the water it will knock out a cold or a flu in a couple hours so hydrogen is very powerful there are hydrogen water generators out there for sale quite a few of them I don't know which ones are good, but I do know that that hydrogen works very well. You can also, if you don't want to buy a machine, you can buy hydrogen tablets and you put them in some water, um, distilled or reverse osmosis water, something that's not tap water with a bunch of fluoride in it and chlorine and stuff like that, um, because all those things react very quickly. Um, but you put it in, you put one of these capsules in a glass of water, a cup of water with a cap on it. I use a mason jar. Um, and, and then you, you let that dissolve and you drink that immediately. And that, um, it just, that just, like I said, it wipes out a cold, um, all sorts of things, ear, nose and throat issues, etc. So it's, um, it's worth a try. I don't know that I'd buy a machine, but um, it it
8: seems really um, intriguing. His his mom has Alzheimer's, and he he was giving her the um, the the gas to breathe. Yeah, he said she went from being in outer space to being present, and it worked. Very well, so I mean, and then and then other people said that they would put the water on a cotton ball and put it on their skin where they had an issue, and it would clear up their psoriasis and um little things of skin cancer and stuff like that. So I I was
0: very intrigued by this, and I wondered if you had heard. I think it's worth doing some more experimenting with. Why don't you do that and come back and report some more? Okay? Oh, I, I, I plan on it. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. I have taken the, the capsules, um, but, that, but just when I had a bad cold and I was trying to, you know, get myself to the point where I could speak again so that I could teach. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, there's, there's a lot of experimenting that could be done. Hydrogen, very powerful. So, thank you. Yeah, okay, very good. Uh, Laka just mentioned that she
4: has the machine and she says it's great. So, there's another test. Oh, very good. There's
0: another little. Okay, thanks for that, Braca. (laughs) Um, okay, so next we have Agnieszka, and then we have Edie, and then Anna. So,
9: go ahead, um, Agnieszka. Hi, Penny. Um, Hi, I love, how are you? I love, I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> I First of all, I wanted to say I love your videos. I watch every single one of them. Oh. So uh, thank you for everything that you do. You give me a lot of uh, insight into not only myself, but everything that's going on. Um, so this, <laughs> this is my second TN consciousness. Uh, yeah. And during the first one you mentioned to me that I have a quote-unquote very interesting set of numbers. And uh, you also said something that was both shocking, a little bit shocking and humbling at the same time because you mentioned yep. something about uh, betrayal included included somewhere in my numbers. And so I sent Daphne my first and last name, uh, including my maiden name,
4: it's in, it's in the and, chat box under your name, Penny. So if you open
0: the chat. It's the- yeah.
9: Okay. And I would like to ask if you could maybe take a look and let me know what you're seeing for me based on my birthday and, and my name and especially what this upcoming transition of humanity looks like for me based on, based on my data. And I can tell you what my birth date is if you don't have it. Okay. No, I don't see the number here. So go ahead. Okay. It's July 29th. 1981.
0: Okay. Um, okay. Hang on. Mm-hmm. So that is a seven. That 29 is the culprit in this case. <laughs> so um, hang on a second. Okay. So that, uh, and then uh, 10, 18, 19, one,
10: that's 10 and
0: one. Yeah. Okay, so I'm just going to say a couple things, because um, we don't have time for a full reading or anything. But the number 29, um, when you're born, when someone is born on the 29th, when they sign contracts on the 29th, when they make a big purchase on the 29th, um, very often, that that 29 is the number of betrayal. It's the number of being lost in a personal illusion that you need to wake up from and and that's it's such a harsh process um to do that so the um what's going to modify that is the seven and the seven is the number of the hermit um and so when you have a 729 together it often indicates that there's going to be great difficulty with a singular relationship with a love relationship um the lover may be a lover for a while and then all of a sudden doesn't love you anymore or he's you know going off to find some other women or whatever Um, and so there's this sense of betrayal there's this sense of being alone um, and the the 29 which two and nine come together to make an 11 what it forces you to do is to take charge of your life in spite of the feeling that the whole thing has betrayed you that you've been screwed one way or another maybe a bunch of ways and the um the seven forces you to say Um, Okay, Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to take charge of my life. And I'm going to develop my spirituality. Hang on a second. (coughs) Excuse me. So um, that seven is not a good, seven is not a good partner in for marriages. It's uh, very often. Sevens need so much time by themselves that they don't do well in a one-on-one relationship. They're great partners in business in some ways. They're great partners financially in some ways. They're great um, people to have in your life as friends and even people that you love deeply. But they don't blend very well with the whole idea of marriage. And then the one year year nineteen eighty one adds up to nineteen. One and nine is ten. One and zero is one. And so that one um, magnifies that uh, that sense of I don't need anybody. I'm the boss of my own life, which is going to force that taking charge of life regardless of what the rest of the family thinks should happen with your life, but what your peers, your neighbors, your, you know, all your people. Um, this is the, the set of numbers of somebody who is really um, here to do some kind of spiritual work um, and, is, and has to, is pretty much needs a lot of time and space alone in order to do that work and It's not necessarily of service work, except to the self. So people end up saying, well, she's a loner, or she's not very friendly, or she's not very social, or, you know, they don't understand what you're doing. You're working inside the self to develop extraordinary abilities that allow you to take charge of your world and then once you can do that you can take charge of the outer world much better um this is the number of this set of numbers is the number of somebody falling in love when they're 70 years old and getting married (laughs) you know it's like okay Um, You look pretty good. I think I could live with you. Um, And so, you know, it's not a, it's a wonderful set of numbers for advancement of consciousness. But as far as fitting in with the program that everybody else
9: is doing, uh, doesn't fit very well. So... So Penny, yeah. this is perfect because you have just described in the first uh, description of the betrayal and feeling of betrayal and overcoming that and focusing on development of consciousness. You ha- you just described the first 40 years of my life. And so oh. I feel like I have maybe not accomplished it fully, but I have definitely passed through that period and I have experienced exactly what you said. So, And okay. the description is, is right on. Like you couldn't be any more accurate.
0: Well... So let me just say then, keep going. You're on a wonderful track for expansion. But the, the downside of the expansion is that there aren't very many partners that will, <clears throat> that will match. You won't find an easy match. Like I said, you'll be 60 or 70. So keep going. Enjoy oh, life. I think yeah. i find
9: fine with that too.
0: <laughs> okay, very good. Very good. Yeah, we need people that are not willing to settle that are willing to wait until there's a match. And if there isn't, they have stuff to do.
9: That's right, perfect, thank
0: you. Okay, very good. Um, Okay, let's see, who's next here? Anna, you're next, Uh, uh, wait. Well, Anna, you're in my corner. So, uh, go ahead. I said Edie, even then Anna, but we'll
11: um, do Anna it, first. So. It's okay if Edie wants to go.
0: No, I'll get all out of out of order here. So okay. you go ahead.
11: <laughs> okay, I have a dream question. and okay. I've been had a lot of um, vivid dreams, all symbols, a lot of symbols in my Ooh. dreams. And um, I've been looking to see what they all mean. And it's a little confusing when I go online or, or books and stuff. They're kind of contradictory. So I just wanted to see <laughs> uh, if you have more of a more of an info for me, because I know last year is going to be a big year of changes for me. And um, so this is quite a meaningful dream, I, I think. <laughs>
6: right. and, and here it
11: goes. I'm reading it because it's quite detailed. Okay. Um, In my dream, my good friend, Diane, who is also an energy worker, I go to regular basis, uh, was in my house, and I had a feeling, I didn't see it, that I was doing a massage to her, although I'm not a therapist for massage. When we were going downstairs uh, from my my second floor, uh, I noticed that a white blanket was left on a, uh, on a couch, but there was nobody there. And I had just kind of feeling that maybe my husband had slept there. Um, as I was walking down this um, step, I also noticed there was a um, rug and it was like a light purple color in front of my front of my door. And what was it? Like a rug, like a small rug just in front of my door before going outside. Okay. And there was some kind of, it was like a purple light color with the patterns and pictures on it. And I don't have a rock there. So as I was, um, I was thinking strange, I don't have a rock there. And that my husband must have have put there. We stepped outside of the house. And as we were standing in front of my house, I looked up at the sky and noticed two flying objects. In a far distance as we became aware of them um, they came closer as i told this to diane we noticed that flying objects started to come closer diane said there is a message she closed her eyes as i received as if she was receiving the message i was looking at the flying objects. they were small like 8 to 12 uh, Eleven inches or so, square, round, roundish object with lights on them. My understanding was that they were downloading. We were downloading something from them. I also felt that my friend was somehow holding the space for me, so I would not be afraid. Then I noticed a large, glowing orange, red, yellow light tower in the distance behind the flying object. I looked, it looked like a, a large electrical transmitted tower but it was just made of color energies, not no, like a regular building or anything. And then the flying object left and the color energy disappeared. As I, then I turned around and looked at my house. The house was standing high on the hill, higher than normal. And on the left of the house, the land had broken off and it was kind of like much lower down and um, there were no neighbors because we live very close to the neighbors. The neighbors are all around us. Um, There was just a body of water and there was like a mud. And then I saw this like a wave of water coming towards me and I wasn't afraid of it. The mud and the water was coming and I was thinking, oh, okay, I have to go into the house. So somehow the scene changed and I started to go back up on the steps. And I entered the house and I had this feeling of urgency that there was something in that kitchen and there was something burning. So once I went to the kitchen, I went to the gas stove and I opened the door and um, i saw that they were the same rocks as i saw by the front door they were laid over the gas burner and they started to take them out and that there were multiple rocks and as i was taking them out they were growing bigger and bigger and so once i removed them all i noticed that there was no fire and that's when i woke up so it's like there was so many different um symbols that I just don't know what to think of it but okay Uh, um okay
0: so this is kind of personal you sure you want to know yeah yeah (laughs) okay (laughs) okay so the dream starts out with someone named Diane so that name indicates that something in you is dying die and so something is dying and there's more to the story than that but we but we typically don't look at more to the story we just realize that okay something's dying here um and you're massaging her so that means that you are doing something that is uh, changing you to such a degree that part of you is dying okay so uh, and then you go down stairs which means that life gets a little more difficult you are in a down position you're depressed Just going down the stairs indicates ah uh, having the blues uh, being uh, sad being unhappy that kind of thing and there's a white blanket on a sofa and the white the white is the color of death um, a lot of people think black is but black is the color of creation um, everything that exists comes from the blackness of the great void the source void so white indicates winter the time of snow uh, white blanket when everything dies all the greens all the flowers go all, white is the color of um, a period of coldness and death. And it's blanketing your sofa. A sofa is kind of a symbol of where we sit when life is just going through its normal routines. And you have a thought, I think my husband was sleeping there. So that immediately says, uh Oh, um, something is happening with the husband. Or maybe in this case, not happening with the husband. So then you go to the door um, and there's a rock at the door and it's got some pictures and some patterns on it. And you don't look at those pictures and patterns. But those rocks indicate you're about to have some rocky, rocky times. Okay? And the pictures and the patterns would probably have given you some clue as to what that was going to be. And then you looked at the sky you and and diane are outside and you see these two objects and they're coming closer and she says there's a message so this is a dream in which you are getting a pre-warning a message um that what you said when you first opened your mouth i think things are going to change a lot for me next year it's like whoa um this is changing everything okay so there's these um uh, little you said eight by 11 inch kind of square round things now right there you have contradiction things are square and they're round and in other words the round indicates a round of difficulty like a, a round in a boxing ring kind of a fight and square means i'm being honest i'm being square and you're you're wanting somebody to be honest and square with you at the same time, and there's some lights on these things that are coming toward you. And and then Diane, who's still with you, is downloading the message, and you become afraid, and that says that you know what's coming. Um, and then you look in the distance. There's a tower. The tower almost always symbolizes one of two things. One is big perspective, able to see the landscape for miles around. And the other is being knocked out of your perch. The tower is a place where you don't live. You have to come down to earth. And so the tower almost always symbolizes um, being knocked out of your perch. Um, Your tower, you, you know, the... The joys and all the routines and etc all that comes to an end and you said there's this reddish orangish electric lights um that this tower is just made of light it isn't physical um and so the red almost always indicates passion anger electric means that there's a lot of sparks that can fly if you short this out um and then the whole thing just disappears So all of the, um, you know, all of the potential for seeing the big picture disappears, all of the ability to stay above the fray disappears. And then, um, you turn around and, um, and you, you look at, you see a house on a hill or you see a house on a hill. Um, I don't really know what house that was, but the house on the hill almost always symbolizes there's a house and the hill symbolizes problems. Okay, it's an uphill um, walk to get to that house or an uphill struggle or whatever. Um, and then at, and to the left, which symbolizes somebody has left, that house the house is now um it's on a there's a piece of broken land to the left so it indicates a huge shift in the landscape and in the solid secure foundation that you have lived with or in um for however long and there's some water there and the water you see this big wave coming at you and that's the wave of emotion And it could be sadness, it could be sorrow, it doesn't sound like it's gonna be joy. Um, And so you go into the house with this sense of urgency um, and you go into the kitchen and something's burning. And it turns out to be the rocks over the gas burner and they're getting bigger. Mm -hmm. So the kitchen is a place where we create what will feed us, what will nurture us. That's where we make our food. Um, it symbolizes making the decisions that will take care of us. And these rocks are getting bigger. They're over the gas burner, um, and and you end up removing them um, from that gas burner. And so the whole thing, when you put the whole context together, what you have is um, some sort of either your you and your relationship with your house. But more likely, your relationship with your husband is going to have some really rocky times. And it looks like um, the house may break down. The place where you live together may break. Somebody has left. The ground has shifted. Um, that's a pretty uh, traumatic, really stressful kind of, of event happening. Um,
11: and what I'm sorry, Benny. It stops um, there. Go ahead. Okay. The death, the white, um, I mean, I just had a death in my relatives. Would that co- consider to be part of that? Because when I was in a white white room, that's one. not the white room, when I picked the button, uh-huh. it was also white. So. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That, I didn't want to say that. <laughs>
11: okay. um, it, you know, is your husband healthy? Yeah, he's pretty healthy, but I had, a just recently had a death in my uh, relative diet.
0: It's, it's not really, doesn't, I mean, that may have um, some effect on how you feel today, but that's not indicated in the dream.
11: Okay. okay. The husband we, is the putting one. We're house sale, so I don't, I don't know if that could be that. that.
0: Okay. Okay. It could be. There's something about leaving the house. Um, maybe, it, you know, it's so if it's you in the relationship with the house, then what that indicates is that um, maybe it's not going to sell, maybe you're going to lose it, maybe the bank is going to foreclose or something awful um, okay. in that way. Oh, God. Oh my yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, the whole thing is like, oh, okay. So, okay. Th- so you should be ready. Okay? okay emotionally get ready for whatever happens
11: what that's like totally different what i the messages i thought it's gonna be but okay
0: yeah thank you very
11: much you know clearing is all up so i can be prepared
0: <laughs> yeah you do even though we don't want to know um we need to know okay? okay yeah okay very good uh penny i'll just mention that we're only eight
4: people in and we still have 12 and it's 3:30. So just for everybody and yourself, be mindful of the length of the answer and question. Oh, that's probably my fault. (laughs) uh, So everybody else should be mindful that, uh, yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, we might go over a little bit, but uh, we got eight done. We only got eight and a half to go. (laughs) Actually, actually Actually, 13. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, eight and another half of eight to go. So, so let's go with Edie. Go ahead, Edie. Okay. Hi. How are you, Penny? I'm can good.
12: Okay. Good. You can hear me. Okay. Could yeah. uh, you please do either my name or my my birth date, whichever is easiest for you or or, or more appropriate okay. for me at this time? And yeah. then I have a very quick yes, no question. 16 okay. months ago, we moved to a new country. Um, is this a good
0: country for us? Yes, no is okay. 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 What country was it? Portugal. That's good. Good. Thank you. That's good. Okay. Yes, it's good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so what are your
3: numbers real quick? Oh, right. October 23rd, 1964.
0: Okay. <laughs> <It's a one-five laughs> combination. Um, okay. Oh, combination. Okay. Hang on. Yeah. Wow. So you're, October is a 1, the 23rd is a 5, 2 plus 3 is 5, 1 and 9 is 10, 6 is 16, and 5 is 21, and 21, 2 and 1 equals 3. So you got two of the most difficult numbers, um, the 3, the 5, and the 8 and then, are the it, most is difficult. Is it 1964? Isn't that a 2? Sorry, 64? Five. Yeah, 1964, yeah. Oh, okay. Hang on. That is... 60, I wrote 65. Um, yeah, you're right. That's a two. Oh, that makes it much easier. Okay. Um, hang on a second here. Let me substitute that. Um, that w- You have a one and a two. October is a one and your year is a two. Um, that, when combined with a five, it really softens the five. You have everything that you need to handle the five, which is always uh, too much, too little of everything, too much opinion, too much money, too little caring, um, too little money, uh, too little health, too little clarity in terms of where are we going, what are we doing, what do, why are we here, that kind of thing. Five is a number of extraordinary sensitivity that ends up having to define all of those answers. Um, you know what's too much for you and what's too little. Um and w- the one and the two, one is a, well, it's the male and two is female, so that's one thing. One is um the adventurer, and two is the perfect woman, and the when you put those two together, then you've got somebody who makes a fun partner and says, Let's do this, let's try that, etc. Um, and can handle that five a little bit better than some of the other combinations. The um, biggest issues that you have will be with that five. How do you stand on your own, make your own decisions, and not lose the whole world, the whole family, um, the husband, the children, the whatever? Um, Because five is is really all about um, kind of anchoring yourself And freeing yourself to do what you think is important for you. So, and the two makes that a little bit harder because the two is always, oh, let me take care of you. You know, I can make it all better. I can fix it. Um, The one is kind of like a look, I'm going here. Take it or leave it. So it's, (laughs) you you would be a hard person to pin down in terms of uh, predictability in a relationship. But it's a nice combination. So. That's your numbers. Portugal is a, is a good place. Excellent. Glad to hear it. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good enough? Yes. Thank you so much. Okay. Um, all right. So who do we have next? We have Patty and then we have Teresa and then Giselle. So go ahead, Patty.
10: Okay, I'm just going to amuse myself. Uh, Penny, thank you. Thank you for your lifetime of work and sharing your wisdom and all of your information, your entire lifetime of studying all this. and oh, I feel very, you. very thankful that I found you. Okay. Um, uh, so just to let you know, I'm a 3-3-9, and December 21, 1962, and I was lucky enough to have you do a reading for me uh, of my numbers about a month ago, but I just gave you that information so you kind of know a little yeah. bit about me. Um, wow. and so I just want to go forward. We um, we've been spent about twenty years getting our little farm together. We we farm as much as we can organically. Uh, we yeah. do organic uh, chickens, eggs, uh, vegetables, every like all that kind of thing. We spent like yeah. I said twenty years getting this together, and um, we live in uh, this geographical center of North America and in Canada. And so I knowing what you've been saying about what's coming in the next year. Uh, I just want to know, what do you see as a go forward for us, you know, um, with the grand solar minimum coming and, you know, we're fortunate enough, our kids live on the same acreage as us in a oh, separate nice. house.
6: Okay. So we
10: kind of have a little community going on. Yeah. Are we in the right place? And how, how do you see us going forward? And how do you see us or me or us contributing to the changes that are happening? And where we live, we got vax ports where we can't go into restaurants. You know, I mean, we're, it's, it's not very good where we are here in Manitoba. So, you know, come with the coming changes, I'm hoping this is all going to be ending pretty fast. It is. But what do you think of the future for us? Or are we positioned in the right place and how can we contribute?
0: Um, yeah. yeah. I'm going to say, yes, you're in the right place. When I tried to move you, you snapped back. So there's a couple other things I'll share. Um, One, the fact that you spent 20 years kind of getting your little farm together, um, you're not done. And so the grand solar minimum is going to come on. It's probably not going to really be in its depth for another, I'm going to say almost seven, eight, nine years. Um, But what that's going to push, what that's going to force is those people who have built little farms, little homesteads, little communities in places where the weather is no longer good to grow things. The season is just too short. They're going to end up inventing or going for um, stuff grown inside and in grow houses. And the, the people that are growing marijuana are the vanguard, the, you know the tip of the spear in terms of development of the lighting, technologies, the knowledge for growing things indoors. And, and so as soon as you um, said you were, you had put this whole farm together in Canada, that whole picture popped up on the screen um, of you guys developing either greenhouses or grow houses or a combination of both um, and really being very comfortable, self-sufficient and supportive for your community. So I don't think you need to go anywhere. I think you're pretty good. The whole thing with the, um, the masks and the shot and all of that, uh, we are winning. I think we have won. Um, I think the people that are uh, under the gun, the people that have done bad things, are trying to figure out how do we get out of this how do we fix this? How do we cover our own butt? Um, That kind of thing. And so I think over the next, um, even though we've won the newspapers, nobody's saying that we've won. Um, And so there's, uh, I I think just going to be this overlap of when, you know, people are still thinking, you nasty government, you nasty people. Um, And they're going to, have they're going to cause trouble even though the trouble is technically over it's like when the war is announced okay the war is over but the soldiers out on the fringe don't know that and they keep fighting and so people die after the end of the war is announced and it's a needless death it's kind of sad but that's what happens and that's what I see happening over the next two or three months people just are like fed up um, and if if we tear down the government, um, you know, if the governments try to recoup their position, uh, that makes problems down the road. But you're in a good spot. So okay. don't go anywhere.
10: We we're worried. Yeah. I was worried about flooding and whatnot. And, uh, you know, because I'd followed Edward Casey's, you know, um, yeah. um, his information. We we're hoping <laughs> we're on the right side of the, the Mississippi, though it doesn't come up here. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I think you'll be okay. Okay. Well, thank yeah. you very much. And again, thanks. Much appreciated. We'll see you next month. We'll be asking a health question. Okay.
0: <laughs> All hey, right. Thank you very good. again. Okay. Let's see. Who's next? Teresa and then Giselle. So go ahead, Teresa. Hi. Um, is that me? Yep. That's you. <laughs> okay. Um, I just wanted to do
8: my birth numbers. And- okay. March twenty-first, nineteen
0: fifty-seven. I think it's a three three four. Okay. Nineteen fifty-seven? Yeah. Okay, that's twelve, twenty. That's a twenty-two. So oh okay. So twenty-two you do not reduce to a single digit. Oh. So um once you get to twenty-two you stop. And that's a master number. Uh, you're born on the 21st, so you have a double three. Um, that double three is almost always indicative of somebody who has taken on. I'll say it this way: bit off of way more than you can chew. <laughs> um, but it's it's a combination um, when you're comparing the you know the double three with 22. Um, it's a combination in which you are being prepared to uh, like become an anchor, a spiritual anchor, a practical anchor, the uh, household anchor, uh, some political, some health, some, it's like having to be something of a leader in a lot of different directions. Um, the 22 is mastery of the external world. Um, and that's kind of, um, you ever so often you hear me say because I said so. That's what that twenty two is about. Coming to a place where you decide how your world and how you're going to organize and what you're going to subscribe to, and so on and so on. And that's um, it's a that's a tall order right now. Um, this is um, typically a, a three is old before they are called on to really take a role in terms of leadership and so they're often like can't you get somebody younger or i'm retired already it's like no we need you you're the one with the experience you're the one with the lessons so it's about getting your voice heard getting people to work together recognizing the gifts in everybody recognizing what fits the world that we're trying to build and what is a sidetrack um that kind of thing
8: so yeah So didn't you say about threes before that
0: you don't get a retire? That's right. (laughs) Yeah. Level three. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You work until you drop. So, yeah. (laughs) And so it's really for the three, what becomes really important is pacing yourself just right. Yeah. Don't wear yourself out working at some job because once you're done with that job, you know the next job begins, and mm-hmm. that job is much more challenging, maybe much more exciting um, so um and it has to do with helping to stabilize the world that we're coming into,
6: mm-hmm. which
0: is gonna need a lot of stable anchors, you guys, <laughs> so yeah, are you ready? Yep, thank you, okay, very good. You're so calm. <laughs> Yeah, bring it, bring it on. <laughs> okay, all right, Gis, Giselle. Is it Giselle or giselle Giselle. Giselle. Okay. I'm French Canadian in Quebec. Okay. With all the
13: hoopla going on here, you know.
11: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh,
13: yeah. <laughs> uh, I find it funny because what you told Teresa kind of links into me.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah.
13: Um, okay. So, uh, my spouse and I, we dream of moving in the countryside. Self-sufficiency has always, always, always been on my mind since I was a small kid.
0: Very good. The
13: the thing that is holding me back is my health. I've had chronic insomnia for a big part of my life. I need to crash and, you know, I can't keep a job and now I'm, uh, money is really tight. So I'm, I've tried many things for the last 32 years, like supplements, detox and healers and name it, I've done it. Um, and now my question is how can I heal this chronic insomnia? And is it, what's the real root cause? Does it go back to, um, Uh, I used to have nightmares as a young kid
12: Uh
13: and they were, I used to call them little Chinese men climbing up the wall into my bedroom. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. And I've been contacted as an adult too, but that those contacts have stopped in the nineties. Those contacts were, were positive. For
0: sure hang on a second ah stop (laughs) okay okay
13: was it them trying to reach me
0: no (laughs) No. (laughs) i don't think so i think it was my daughter she probably just finished her job interview so so uh, i i've had contact since
13: the 90s anyway back to my health issues I need to go back to work. You talk about job. I burn out whenever I work for somebody else. Yeah, but it's the only way I can earn an income right now,
0: and so.
14: Are you
3: sure?
0: Yeah. Okay, that's not oh. what I'm picking up. But um, oh, but you you can think that you can try that if you like. Um, so I'm just going to kind of bust in here and say that when you have chronic insomnia, that's about consciousness. That's about discipline in consciousness or with your consciousness. The first discipline that you learn is to stop expecting to go to sleep. The second is you stop telling yourself, I'm tired. The third is that you begin to be quiet. Even though you're not sleeping, you lay there and you daydream or you do this that or whatever um the fact that you were able to see into other dimensions as a child um that is that says it says it all right there um the development that maybe should have happened around consciousness sounds like it didn't nobody really understood what was going on with you so of course they don't say anything and they never say anything that's helpful Um, And the other thing that comes up immediately when I try to put you in a a situation, where can she work? It's like, nope, you are to work for yourself from home and figure out how do I make money? What can I offer? How do I work remotely or just have my own business? Um, You are a child of the future. Not of the past. And so all of the old uh, solutions and reasons and what have you, those are not going to work for you. And when you are a child of the future and you have a very limited need for sleep that's a third factor is that I'm seeing is that you don't need a whole lot of sleep but you do need to be able to crash when you want to crash and that is forcing you to work for yourself so that you don't have to work for anybody else so I would say figure out something um, that you can do or something that you can offer maybe online maybe just with your neighbor's um, whatever, but start somewhere. Um, I'm just reminded of myself when I went to the city, um, and I was missing all my family because nobody wanted to go to the city, nobody. And, And I was considered a traitor because I did go. Um, and so I, I decided, well, I'm, you know, I've been here for a year. I don't know anybody on the street, so I baked this huge batch of a wagon. I had a little wagon um, that I put my one-year-old in and um, 25 loaves of bread. And I went down the street and knocked on doors and said, would you like to buy some homemade bread and got to know my neighbors that way. And so people were like stunned. Um, oh, wow. And, and of course, then, you know, are you going to bake some more? <laughs> um, and so I baked bread for a little while as just an excuse to getting to know people, but it taught me a lot about reaching out to make community where I was planted. And that, you know, I ended up moving eventually a year and a half later, but um, that whole idea of, well, what else can I do? You know, maybe I could do something else. Um, And so it's, it's that kind of thinking that you have to do. Don't try to get back into a job market, okay?
13: I've been having that question for a long time and still can't find the answer.
0: It's in you. It's in you. And that's what the whole sleeplessness, that's what the whole money situation is about. You'll get desperate enough. You'll do something. You'll do something out of desperation. And then when it works, you'll go, oh, well, okay you're you you can not wait for something to arrive on a silver platter you'll have to get out there and dig around and try stuff okay
13: i'll keep on reading your books
0: <laughs> okay and <laughs> i would say to you wow develop that consciousness that's where the that's where everything is at for the children of the future okay thank you penny yeah That's probably frustrating to hear, but I'm sad to say what I see. So We'll meet again. Okay. All right. Uh, So who's next here? Uh, Damien. Damien, you are next. Hello, hello. Can you say who's after Damien? So just so the others can... Oh, Donatella and then Sharon and then Kat. Okay, Damien, go ahead.
15: Hey, Penny. It's always a pleasure. Uh, There's a few questions I want to ask. One is... uh, I get a pain here. I'm getting a pain here now that I've hadn't had before. If you can tell me, you can see anything with that. But there's a pain that sometimes goes down my neck and my shoulder and okay. into that spot there. Uh, but this one, when after I eat, sometimes it's getting okay. it's feeling heavy. So, what do you think?
0: Um, a couple of things. I see two things. Um, okay. One is that your rib cage. I don't know what you're doing, but the way you sit or the way you hold yourself or something um, pinches a couple of nerves. And those nerves go right up into the jaw and down the arm. And it has to do with pinching the stomach. Um, So when you eat something, it makes it worse. So. Yeah. Have you been to a chiropractor? That might help, but I don't see that as the main problem. The big problem is how you hold yourself.
15: Okay. Yeah. That would make sense, I would say. Okay. Okay. I'll go to a chiropractor if I can get this guy. Uh, He's very good where where I've been to before. Okay. Uh, 100%. That's something I wouldn't even have thought of, to be honest. You know, I thought, I'm going to do it. You know the 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 sweeps and the digest- I thought it must be a digestive thing or something like that, nope. but nope. you know, yeah, the other thing is salsa, I love salsa, and I love dancing salsa in South America. Do you see me doing that again or not? No
0: <laughs>
15: no, but I
0: see you doing it where you're at, so. That's yeah. not an easy thing. It's like, well, where do I find a partner? Where do I? Where do I? Where do we go to actually dance? Um, well,
15: I, I've done it in South America and, and danced with all those guys and all around the world.
14: Yeah,
0: you know what I
15: mean. But I can see, I love that, and I love everybody lifting everybody up. We're all good to go. But uh, you mm-hmm. know, I, I'm busting to get back to South America to do that. And you know, but I can see. <laughs> I can see that although that's nonsense, you understand. Yeah, I was doing. gonna
0: say I only yeah. went a couple of years ahead. Um, and so you stay in shape in case yeah. you yeah. get an opportunity a couple of years down the road. Okay, yeah. Um, you you wanna don't tell yourself you're too old for God's sake, don't do that. No,
15: I, I'm just saying to myself, you know. The the passion they have the passion you know so I, know. I
0: know oh my gosh I love dancing love it I That's started out a little thing. tiny kid learning to tap dance and just kept right on going so yeah yeah, yeah. Do it. Do it. all right good for you
15: okay no <sighs> no.
0: wish I had a better answer <laughs> so no no it's
15: all good I just want to know uh, because I'm keeping the ship it's all good you know yeah uh, uh, but uh,
0: dance you know, by I, yourself uh, now and then do you do that.
15: I have done it before where solo stuff, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. okay. All right. Yeah, keep doing
15: that. 100% Penny, take care. Okay. Okay. All, All right.
0: right. Very good. So okay. next we have Donatella. So go ahead.
16: Hi, Penny. How are you? I'm good. good. How easy. are you? Good. Thank <laughs> you. Um, I wanted to ask you... <clears throat> I am from Italy. I brought my husband, but I lived most of my life in the States, in Florida now, uh, for okay. a few two years. In the last eight years, we've been in Florida. I got married in Italy, had a baby, brought my husband and my baby in the States. Um, but my husband really wants to go back to Italy because he doesn't like this, to live in the States. He misses Italy a lot, and I understand. That's why his whole life was before. I brought him here 80 years ago. Yeah. And uh, and and I don't see myself. I've been back to Italy twice already, once in 2000. And then when I met my husband and I went back to be with him. And then I just don't see myself leaving the States to go back to Italy, especially right now where everything is so difficult. Yeah. As you can imagine, we are not jabbed. And I have no intention of, especially my child and my husband. if push him to shove, I think he will do it just because he wouldn't miss his parents. I don't have my parents anymore, but he does. Okay. So what do you see?
0: Well, what what I see is that he does return. You do not. And that he kind of lives a more fluid lifestyle. Um, You guys end up with a kind of relationship that I've seen starting over the last 15-20 years in which the marital relationship is very different than the marital relationships of 50 or 100 years ago, um, which is when the wife and the husband came together and the wife stayed with the husband wherever he went and did whatever he said. That's not how it is in the future. Um, You have to let him be free to go and to see his family and his parents if he wants to spend six months of the year over there which is what i was seeing it starts with six months um, and then he stretches it a little bit Um, you will maybe visit he will visit but it's a long distance relationship Um, and that is the the relationships that last in the future are those relationships where the two partners let one another do, go, be whatever they need to do, go, or be. And they stay in love, they stay in touch, they may not be in the same house, they may not be in the same town, they may not be in the same country. Um, And I've started seeing that. Um, like I said, 20 years ago, and I'm seeing more and more and more of that. So I've often said that the dance floor, there's this mythological dance floor, which is relationships for the humans on planet Earth. That dance floor has been empty for 20, 30 years, because men don't want to have to take on a woman and support her. Women don't want to have to be um, fixing dinner and washing his socks and picking up after him. And so they each take responsibility for themselves. And, and so that dance floor was empty. And I re- remember looking at that numerous times and thinking, um, everybody wants to dance, but nobody wants to dance the old dance. And the new dance hasn't been figured out. And then I started to see the new dance, which is this much more um, spacious relationship people being in their own space doing what they need to do and yet honoring loving being in in intimate uh communication with somebody that they love and that's how we go as we move into the future there's still people who get married and live in the same house um there's still people who um you know live and work together for their whole life but there's less and less and less of those as we move over the next 50 to 100 years, the whole style of togetherness changes. So you're one of those people on the cusp
16: of that kind of change. So can you be comfortable letting him go? I am. He has already done that last year. Um, because okay, good. It It is six months in Italy last year with an excuse or another, which I was, I was okay with. The only, if I may, then my child, you know, the only, my only concern is my child. Yeah. You can imagine. Yeah, I can. Yeah. Let that child be anchored in both
0: places. Okay. That's, and that's gonna kind of worry you, but don't worry. All right, that's a natural thing. And you're actually raising uh, what I would call a child who is much more, uh, what would it be, ecumenical, um, who's comfortable in more than one culture, who understands at a different level, um, how I wish more of our children had that, and they don't. So yeah, try not to worry, okay? Okay. Okay, very good. Wow. I don't know. Let go, go of your kids. Ah. Okay, Sharon, you're next in my
1: hopper. are you? Hi, I'm good. How are
0: okay. you? Okay,
17: I had a very hard time narrowing what I wanted to ask you. Okay. So I'm going to lead with if you see something that you need to tell me or yell at me, go ahead. Okay, <laughs> okay. all right. But I want to move to Florida. I live in okay. New York right now. I've outgrown my everything at this yeah. point. So I I am itching for change. I miss the sun. I oh. need the sun for well-being. Yeah. I just there's so many factors involved in moving. Is yeah. it does it look like it's possible at all? Um I'm
0: going to say yes. And I'm going to put a little clinker in there that says there's a little bit of a delay. Um, But uh, Florida, Georgia, Alabama, all of those states would be good for you. Um, Florida, number one, Alabama, two, Georgia, three. Um, In terms of, of making it possible what I see is a whole bunch of scrambling around finances, you know, okay, let's, let's not pay this because we're going to do that. Um, And that thing will be okay. Okay, that thing that you don't pay, um, pick something that's not really critical. Um, You know, you you need to pay your utility bills because they often become references in the future. Um, Is my family
17: coming with me?
0: I don't know. You <laughs> might, I don't know. You might be the lead person out. I didn't see anybody with you. So, yeah. <laughs> Are you brave enough to go on your own and say, come on,
17: guys, I'm going to find a place for us. I am a hermit. I can do anything on my own, but okay. I have kids and I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Just go just go see now how many kids do you have i see two two kids three two will follow you uh well one is actually out of the country at the moment because he's 19 and kind of yep growing his wings
0: yep exploring the world
17: yeah gotta happen
0: (laughs) so yeah that's okay um two will end up following so not right away but eventually okay okay yeah, just go.
17: You're right. You need the sun. I do need the sun. <laughs> for health reasons. For for mental sanity. Yeah. For what do they call that?
0: Seasonal affect. Yeah, I get disorder. that very badly. Yeah. Uh yeah, that came up. So Yeah. Okay. Take care of yourself. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Kat, you are next on my list and then Richard and then Laura. And then Quinn. After that, we're done. <laughs> okay, Kat, go ahead.
14: Hi, nice Oops. to see you again. Um, uh, okay. Um, following on what Sharon just said, can I ask you very quickly? I desperately want the sun as well. <laughs> do you yeah. see me leaving Scotland, please? <laughs> um.
0: Okay. Well, yes, I do. Um. I'm going to say what I saw. It's like, okay, um you go south first into England, and then it looks like you go over to Greece, and then it looks like you go over to Spain, and then it looks like you may even go over toward Egypt. So uh, I'm like, okay, where is she going to land? I didn't see where you landed. Are you a traveler of some sort? <laughs>
14: um i've lived in well the uk and america that's it um like connecticut okay. and texas and california
0: connecticut oh wow um, <laughs> okay
14: yeah. so like i've moved so what i mean is I've, I've lived and worked in in those places as well as the uk and ireland and
0: stuff. okay Um
14: so i'm happy to i miss that a lot and yeah i love the exciting like figuring out a new culture and the people and all the rest yeah. like i love it. it's really stimulating and um,
6: i so know i'm really like happy it.
14: those places are sunny um, uh, and yeah. even even england is warmer <laughs> than scotland yes um but uh so do you see be living in those places like that's just not traveling not- I,
0: I see you living for a while in each place really like you're trying on shoes well let's try this we'll go here for six months or and then you say, well, let's try that. And you go there for six months. Right. Um, yeah, that's you're not a settled person. <laughs> not yet. Um, but that encompasses the next few years. I only like to look out a few years um, because there's so much that can be decided and changed. Once you get three, four years out, five years out, everything can be changed. Um, but okay. yeah, Travel.
14: Travel, try out
0: different places.
14: So, yeah, research um, can bring you different places. Like, you can do your research. Yes. There.
0: Yeah, and I so. saw you in something like a university-type department, so I don't know yeah. if that's research.
14: That, that's, yeah, that could be it. Um,
0: okay. So
14: the question I had for you, though, <laughs> that was, okay. was uh, my health. Um. So I lived in those places and traveled and was a scientist, and then I – suddenly got suddenly or gradually got very sick and when I was 34 and then it just increased and now I'm mostly confined to my bed um so only getting up for food and bathroom and that's it um and it's driving me yeah nuts. I don't know why I haven't lost my mind yet um and it's been um it's been like five years since I've been able to work or anything at all. Uh,
0: so when is the last time you did any kind of parasite program?
14: Okay, um, now. So I'm on week 14 of our pretty involved parasite and metal. And so I got your book. I was going to follow it to the T, but I did an energetic testing with the practitioner. And I have the whole thing set up, which is probably better for me right now anyway, because it's just... I wake up, I follow the instructions, I have to go to sleep again. Okay. Um, And my biggest the biggest problem with function is that every few days I get a fever and I don't wake up for between fifteen and it's gone up to thirty-six hours, which is really frightening. Um, And it's a huge night sweat. And yeah. Yeah,
0: you picked up something, whatever you're doing to clean up detox all that keep going okay
14: parasites
0: parasites heavy metals um yeah inflammation um that's all of that is pretty pretty heavy duty in you so don't quit what you're doing it takes a long time to rebuild health so um you know just know That In fact, use that ability to go someplace. You need the sun more than most people. Um, (laughs) You're almost part extraterrestrial in that sense that you need that light in order to have the kinds of chemical transactions that you need to go on inside of you. So, um, yeah. So see if you can get someplace and continue the work on your health. So I I you might have to get some help to get anywhere.
14: Yeah, because I didn't take that or anything. Um, Very good. Duh. Or anything like that. Don't yeah. do that. No, yeah. and I'm following Cliff High's um, general approach. Naga? Okay. Everything. Yeah, so yep. everything with the vitamins and, and supplements, yep. your Um. Yeah, and it's been... um absolutely dedicated i've got a, a vibration machine and everything to help
0: okay I yeah.
14: exercise and okay I'm, I was gonna get keep going with
0: that um yeah that's something that um that you just have to stay at it's so boring it's I'll, so I'll slow. Do, i'm
14: desperate i'll do whatever <laughs> but as long as, if that's my thing and it's not that i'm missing something else or the doctors are We have around the idea of chronic fatigue syndrome, and that's kind of
0: that's inflammation, and it's caused by all those things I just mentioned. So, yeah. I'm
14: I'm housing. I've got some uh, freeloaders, some super surfers. Um.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah, super surfers is an understatement. (laughs) So, okay.
14: Thank you so much. So I just keep going. Um.
0: Yeah you're on the right track you're just too early I mean you're looking for results that are magical and it's really a lot of work to rebuild that's, a body
14: that's friend. it's just there's I only have this much energy and um, I'm yeah. happy to use it all for this
0: I yep good I'm for you want
14: to hope you know to keep yeah. going um, yeah
0: you'll you'll make you. it you'll be good yeah. I think yeah yeah, and I think the as you rebuild, you're going to see back. I, I don't want to say anything, but I think you're going to see where the problem started. So,
14: um, oh, well, okay. I, I did some research in Africa. I lived with the tribe for a month, and I imagine it was that.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's what came up as soon as you said you know, well, I can't even get out of bed. It's like, oh, she went someplace almost tropical, picked up some sort of parasite, and it has done its work, which well, has not I been good. So
14: I have a feeling it it can go to your brain.
0: It can, it can, yeah. If you if you can get frequency treatments, that will help tremendously. But if you're on a fifteen day. Or 30-day or whatever it is, whatever parasite program you're on, just keep going.
14: Four months, and I'm probably going to do it for a year. Okay. A so, okay. So frequency will help red light therapy?
0: No, I'm talking about a like a Rife machine. Oh, right. right. Frequency generator. Yeah.
14: Um, and, yeah, your class as well.
0: Okay, yeah, you could do that. That probably helped. There's a lot of stuff that we can do for ourselves. A lot, so you got to pick and choose. Okay, where do I start?
14: You know, that's the thing. It's hard to not go every. Yeah. And desperate.
0: Yeah, just pick one thing and start, and then keep adding.
14: But, okay. So, okay. The the rice machine, the Healy.
0: Ah, uh, the Healy is not very powerful, but.
14: Okay. okay yeah. That's, no, because it's so expensive. Um, and thank you yeah. for the real light. <laughs> this new light. This helps. Oh, yeah. It comes with the budgeting. Um,
0: you need that too.
14: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. It's I'm wonderful. I've got so many products and everything. I'm using Self Core.
0: Okay. Everything. All right.
14: So thank you so much for your book and all your teachings and everything. You're I'm welcome.
0: You're welcome. You. Yeah. Okay. okay.
14: Take care.
0: Bye. I will. You too. <laughs> okay, Richard, you are next. And then Laura, and then Quinn. Hello, Richard.
6: Nice to see you again. How are you? Yeah. Um, quick question. Um, my university sent out an email. They're keeping the January 4th deadline. So I'm just going to assume that'll be my due date to leave. <laughs> um so I, I not. Might not?
0: If okay, I not.
6: Okay. I'm still, you know, keeping that in mind. But um, my lease is up in the end of March. So I'm wondering... Okay. My plans are just assuming that if I'm leaving, are we going to Florida? So the decision is between my sister's house or my parents' house where I would have uh, space, but more drama. So one's in central um, Florida and one's in Miami, like a city. Yeah. I'm leaning on my sister's side.
0: I was going to say, I, I really, I can see you maybe at your sister's for a week or two, but yeah. I don't see you staying either place. Something oh. else opens up or becomes available or, or, I'm, or uh, it becomes a harder choice to go to Florida. Oh. So go anyway. Can, can I say it that way? It's almost as if the university mandate disappears mm-hmm. and now you have no excuse to leave. And so you then say, well, wait a minute. Do I, do I need to go? Should I go? Mm-hmm. And then, um, and you, yes, you should. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay.
6: Is, is there one that's better than the other? Lena, my sister's side or my parents? Your
0: sister, I would say your sister's side is probably a little bit better, but you're not in either place for more than a couple of weeks. So, okay. so I don't you see you. Next... <laughs> What's do that? A,
6: do I leave with my current job or do I just like, I can't see myself leaving and just not having a job. You
0: know? No, you have a job. You will have a job. So, um, yeah, that's there's work there. And you're busy. I don't see you. I think the only thing that gets in the way of you getting a place of your own is that there's hardly anything available. So, um, yeah, it's like you answering ads and I, I see you crossing oh Well, that's taken, that's taken, that's taken. Um, so, um Just, just go, um, use it as an adventure, hang on to your job as much as possible. All the, um, I think that that's, I, I don't know. I don't see the mandate there when we get to January.
6: Okay. Well, that was always yeah, another possibility of keeping my job and telling them something something where I have to, you know, remote and lead to Florida.
0: Okay. Um, Yeah. Okay. I'll Make it work.
6: I'll, okay, it's still yeah. Uh, I just like to be settled, I'm a tourist. I like a space. A, yeah, but I. Yeah. I don't
0: think you're gonna feel settled for another year, but that's, that's what it feels
6: like that's what it feels like.
0: Oh okay, so if you can just kind of manage that year, it's that's a good thing. Okay.
6: okay. So, me and my sisters so in my parents' house, they do have a bedroom that's sort of separated, but the back of my head is like I can't see myself like mentally living with them. I can't.
0: <laughs> I couldn't either. Okay, good. (laughs) I put you there and you popped out. I put you with your sister and you were like, well, okay, for a minute.
6: I was thinking, yeah, living in the living room for a little bit would be be possible.
0: Yeah, and and you may have a fight with your sister that forces you to go out and get some place of your own and something will open right at the right moment. So just go, just do it. Okay. All right. And then say you're sorry. (laughs) <laughs> over the fight
6: well yeah yeah no we ha- we yeah we have i love her but you know we never really love each other as adults okay so, yeah okay.
0: right okay okay all right oh, be you. interesting that let me sorry. know if the university backs down
6: um well um yeah um, that's, it was always a thought but they sent out the email saying we're keeping the january 4th deadline i don't as,
0: yeah so, sorry. i don't but, think so
6: yeah yeah okay, <laughs> okay. Thank, you. thank
0: you all right you're welcome <laughs> okay laura you're next and then
12: quinn so
0: go ahead okay
12: laura. well it was hard to question because i've had so many astral traveling experiences oh. since i was a child being I mean, space shit all that stuff but i yep. decided to go to the first thing and very tall young this is in the 70s um when take me and they were trying to teach me something telepathically and they would make these huge glass screens appear and i saw maps and they made them bigger with this is way before google earth or any of this yeah but whatever (laughs) it was that they were trying to teach me and whoever they were it's something to do with i think now what's happening i'm not sure if that's it and um you know they've come throughout my life here and there they've taught me so many things i remember but i don't remember like i get to a certain point with what they're trying to teach me and okay okay you're breaking up quite a bit stops say that say it again
4: uh, uh, Laura, maybe it'd be a good idea for you to shut off your camera so you can have more bandwidth with the
12: audio. Maybe you try that. Did she even hear you, Daphne? That's when I was- I'm not sure.
4: She had to come in and out a couple of times before. Yeah. Well, she's probably left now. She's going to come back. So maybe you go to Quinn and okay. then we'll do her. All right. Okay, Quinn. It's you.
18: Hi, Penny. Thanks uh, for everything this year. You really helped me tremendously. Tremendously. Uh, I can't thank you enough. I'm looking forward to uh, 2022 with you as well.
15: Very
18: good. So, something I wanted to ask you. It didn't sound too significant at the dentist, but they, they, you know, when I did the mercury, the holistic uh, thing, um, you know, with the holistic uh, dentist. Yeah. He scanned uh, my teeth and he said that there might be like some type of thing, um, you know, possibly underneath the uh, the tooth. And it's nothing to worry about now, but he said maybe, you know, it could pop up at some point. Um, so, you know, I know you've said uh, the BCX machine might help it. And I have uh, one of the frequency machines and... I didn't know if I should um, try using that or I think Sherry Edwards had something with the sound healing. I, was, I didn't know if that would be an avenue or if it's something I might not have to worry about now. He, he didn't seem too worried about it, but I've heard you speak a lot on the teeth. and Yeah. You know.
0: I would be on that baby in a hot second. That okay.
3: is
0: not something that you want to Uh, get any worse if he says well there's something under there what is he looking at is it you know is it cavitation is it a you know cavitation is where the bone starts to pull away from the tooth because the bacteria at the root of the tooth is eating or reabsorbing that bone and then you know then you have a bigger and bigger pocket of infection they eventually you know, you chew, and when you chew, it pushes that infection into the bloodstream and into the lymph and you're swallowing that junk and, and it doesn't hurt. It doesn't show any other signs. Nothing pops up except that this little spot on the x-ray shows up. It's like, what is that? Um, And that is the um underlying basis for so many things that go wrong with us um, right down the line there's a, a one page eight and a half by 11 page uh with a list of things that result from those kinds of hidden infections in the teeth so heart disease diabetes oh my god strokes you name it all sorts of things fibromyalgia thyroid dysfunction gut problems and issues uh, just everything it's awful so go find somebody who has a, a 3d cone beam x-ray machine and get a better picture of what's happening even if you have to travel across country to do just for that x-ray Consider, he gave
18: me he gave me some type of disc and i think um you know I think it was a it was something that spun around my head. So I think it was a full type of um you know procedure, you know. Okay. Uh the place that, what what was it called? Whole body dentistry. Um and okay. uh, he has a holistic operation. He has his son who does the supplements and everything. So it's kind of uh, yeah.
0: it's
18: a one off guy. Um and uh
0: so so one of the things that I would do. I would go back to him and say, what was that disc? What kind of technology was that? Okay. If it was okay. just a panoramic yeah. x-ray um, in which this machine kind of swings around your whole jaw and gives you a three-dimensional picture of your jaw, your teeth, that's mm-hmm. one thing. But cone beam is much deeper. It goes right into the bone and looks at what's going on with those bones and that in, in a highly detailed way. Okay, And then if you do have an infection, what's his plan? Why would he be waiting for that to pop up somewhere down the line? Um, If it is an infection, you can go and have an intravenous vitamin mineral cocktail that gives you 25,000 milligrams of vitamin C intravenously, which pretty much knocks out almost all forms of infection. Ooh. Oh, oh, wow!
18: That's amazing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that that sounds wonderful. I didn't know that was even possible. You know. Yeah,
0: yeah. You, um, one hundred and fifty thousand milligrams of vitamin C intravenously have been known to knock out humongous infections. You know, peritonitis. Uh, you know, where you get peritonitis from bad appendix or um, some other massive sepsis condition we don't need to die from sepsis we just need to use vitamin c um intravenously in massive doses you can't take very much orally but you can take it um intravenously
18: oh oh that's amazing thank you so much
0: okay good luck with that
18: definitely thank you
0: okay so i think we have one more do we have a question yeah yeah
4: we have one from uh, brianna who couldn't make it so i'll just read her question
0: so okay. this is from
4: Brianna. Uh, she says, years ago, I had a dream in which I saw myself writing a book that woke up, what felt like a massive amount of people, as in just by reading the book, they were able to awaken from a dream they had all been in. For years, I thought it to be an actual book. However, more recently I realized it is probably the book of my life, so to speak, oh. as, as in shining my light for others. Could you possibly confirm whether I have actual writing in my future to do? It seems like the effect was on such a massive scale. I have imagined how when each person is touched by someone, they could then go on to do the same for yet others. And so the wave effect continues. I'd love Penny's insight. Thank you so very much. I'm grateful for Penny's persistence in getting so much vital information to the public, as well as continuing to be a source of support among so many other roles. Uh, so she, she gave the birth uh, numbers is 919. And if you want her full name, you, it's on your list.
0: Okay. Yeah, I saw her name on there. So um, I'll say this. I don't see a book, but I do see what I would call little pieces of something. I don't know if they're poems or essays, little essays. They're short. Six, eight, ten paragraphs. That's it. Sometimes only three or four. Um, and it's a collection of thoughts. Does you know what I'm trying to say here? <laughs> it, it's not where you sit down and you write this whole story. It's a collection like of essays or thoughts or whatever. Um, and that is very, very powerful. But the bigger thing is her life, um, the book of her life. And I think when we... There's a teaching in what she, what she had in this dream. Um, because we make decisions, we speak words which are very powerful and they change everything. Um, we end up uh, affecting the entire cosmos, the entire thing, every bit of it. The whole universe responds to us when we speak a word. It reconfigures to suit or to fit our action and that is so important and and so it's that's part of what she was shown in that that dream that she's writing this book it's the book of her life and everything she does affects the entire cosmos because it does and everything that you generate whether it's a word or an action or a thought um every single bit of it stays rooted in you and comes back to you uh there's more that i could say that would be probably too much for anybody to be able to accept right now but some pieces are beginning to come together um for me i just keep learning i just keep like oh oh my gosh (laughs) um so keep on developing yourself you guys brianna you too um, everything you do affects everybody else and so make what you do and say affect people in a good way. Let yourself love and let love change you.
4: That's it. That's it. That We only had one via email, so we're done.
0: Okay. <laughs> All right. Real good. Okay, so I will let you guys go. Hang on one second here. Um, and just wish you Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Oh, my gosh. Um, have a wonderful holiday. And, you know, sit back and watch what I call the clowns that, are, that thought they were running the world. And they're, they're going to run into all sorts of um, walls, we'll, we'll call it. So just watch how that unfolds. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much, everybody, for coming. Thank you. Wonderful Thank questions. You. Okay.
12: Thank
13: you. You're Thank
0: welcome. You.
13: Okay. Bye. Bye. Okay. All okay, right. Everybody.